Setting your focus is important. Where focus goes, energy flows. As long as you can focus, get started. It's not about winning or losing on day one. It's about the infinite game, if you know what that means. This is not about winning or losing. So, Karan, uh, you know, I wanted to ask you this question, uh, you know, basically scaling in uh, in short-term rentals. You obviously, you know, did a cash-out refi. How do you see people in this economy and in this day and age, say if they, they probably bought, you know, one short-term rental two years ago, when the economy was very robust for short-term rentals, COVID had hit, everybody was, you know, heading to these short-term rentals because they were sort of isolated and everybody wanted their own space. But now, you know, hotels have opened up and, and short-term rentals are kind of still existing, but how do you see this space evolving and people who say already have one or two, how do you see them scaling up and how do you see new people coming in uh, into the short-term rental space with whatever's happening? I think what's very important to realize is that short-term rentals have always been there. Pre-COVID, post-COVID, it's still there, right? A big, big factor of your success in short-term rentals, one, you have to acquire right. Do not overpay for these properties. If it takes you the the... It'll take you longer to acquire right now with all the different factors to consider with the financing situation and all that. But you have to look at it as, I think the financing situation is temporary. These 8% rates, they're temporary in my In two to three years, it's going to come up. In fact, I am putting in more offers right now than I was putting in a year ago because there's less buyers in the market. And I know the 8% and, and situation. I, and I want to point something out over here. You know, it's not the 8% that defines the investment. It's the numbers have to make sense. So even with an 8%, I yep. will buy a stellar asset if the numbers make sense for me. So, as, you know, it, so, so a lot of people have asked me, hey, you know, the mortgage rates are going up. What am I supposed to do? How are you going to buy? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it doesn't matter to me. The int- I don't care about what the, the interest rates can be 20%. But if my numbers still make sense, I will still buy the asset if the numbers make sense. That is correct. And and I think, you know, just so people understand, they make so much noise about the interest rate. Go into your calculator if you have one. I don't know if Avishka are going to pro- provide a calculator for people to use. Go inside that calculator and change the rate from 6% to 8% and see how much difference it makes. If that right. $200 a month is going to make you that much difference, the deal wasn't good to begin with. Exactly. If, if that's the difference between a good deal and a bad deal, don't do it anyways, right? Exactly. So focus on the numbers. Don't let the interest rate kind of scare you away. Like I said, I'm putting in more offers now and all my offers are very aggressive. In the short-term rental space, at least I put in offers not, I'm going 10 to 20% below asking, right? I'm going in creative financing. We're doing creative financing. I have a deal, an offer I put in uh, that they're actually seriously considering it. Uh, 4% seller finance for five years, uh, wow. five-year balloon, and, then a balloon. and uh, third-year amortization. I'll take it all day long, yeah. right? I'll pay them <laughs> yeah. asking price for that, right? Exactly. So, so again, you got to work out the numbers. It's the numbers. And you can slice and yeah. dice. Don't get emotional about it. Just go with the numbers. As long as the numbers work, it's a good deal. So, um, yeah. yeah, you know, and, and again, talking about scaling, right? Scaling becomes really important. The way in this environment you're going to have to scale, unfortunately, those cash out refi days are gone. The fast growing equity days are gone. Uh, but they'll, they'll be back, you know, buy the property right, try to buy it below asking, below ARV or um, I have to rehab value that they call it, you know, which is below the actual market value. Try to below it, buy it below market value. So let that give you a little cushion. In terms of equity, so if the market does go down a little bit, you're not stressing it out. Uh, and then 
what's going to become important. And I, I actually think short-term rentals, from my perspective, because I'm biased and I've seen this experience, short-term rentals help you scale very quick because of the higher cash flow. Okay. Just to give you an example, right? If you buy a property that's $800,000, my criteria for that is that it needs to generate at least $125,000 in revenue a year. Top line right. revenue. On $125,000 top line revenue, after you pay down your mortgage and you pay down all your expenses, about 40% of that is positive cash flow. Right. 35 to 40% is actual cash flow, you know, or whatever. So I'll say, you know, 40000 Okay, on 125000 after you pay your mortgage, after you pay all your expenses, you get about $40,000 in cash. Your second property now, you're actually 40000 richer to go buy another property. Add up some exactly. more money, buy a second one. The third one becomes easier. The fourth one becomes easier because the cash flow combined allows you to buy a property faster and faster and faster, right? Right. As right. long as you are very strategic about it, keep the vision clear and st stick to your path. I always say, you know, you make a decision and stick to it. Uh, as long as you're committed to that decision, you can stray on that trajectory. Yes, we had the, uh, the advantage a couple of years ago to accelerate much faster, but it's not impossible. It'll, it, you're maybe a couple of years behind, but it's not. Hey, it's all in cycles. <laughs> and, and if you think about the scale, think about the scale, right? Three years, $10 million portfolio, right? Yeah, okay, in three years, you might be at five. So what? <laughs> so what, right? right? Right, and, exactly. and, 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 uh, again, just so people get a picture of where this could go, right? We're in the process right now. We're on the contract on a property that is a $5 million purchase. And we expect a rehab budget of one and a half to $2 million. So now we're going big, you know, this is a $7 right, million right. property uh, that right. we're going to be, we're under contract right now. Uh, and this is one, again, it's scaling. We're going to be partnering with people. You know, it's going to be a syndication coming out pretty soon and we're going to partner with people and we're going to go after something big because we want to multiply fast. We want to I'm grow glad fast you mentioned about right, partnering right. because I think a lot of times what happens is that when we look at something, when we look at a house, we're like, oh, we need to just put our money into this deal and we need to buy it with our own money. And I think that a lot of times that holds people back. But yeah. the beauty of real estate is that you can put in sweat equity that right. is, you can work on the property and say you don't have the money, but you can have somebody else has the money, but they don't have the time. So you can put in your time and get, you know, partner in, in that aspect also. So you're still a part of the deal. You're still making the money. You know, of course, if you don't own it 100%, you're not getting 100%, but you're still making something for the time that you've put in. So, so I think that's important to understand as well. So, so it's also very important, right? So the partnership, in my opinion, so this will be my first partnership deal, right? I, I've gone and grown as fast as I can, as much as I can. And, and I think, you know, you have to define what's your strategic goal, where do you want to get to? And now it becomes a matter of how do I get there? And that's when you start right, getting creative. Right, you partner right, with right. people, you find the resources. There's a lot of people out there who will say, oh, I don't have enough cash. I can't get there. It's not about right, right, if, right, right, right. it's about how. How do I make this happen? I must make this happen. How do I do it? Right. Right. Um, right. So again, you know, I would have, you know, a few years ago, I would have never dreamt of trying to lock in a property that is $7 million, right? But this right. property, if it goes as per plan, this property by itself, if it goes as per plan, will generate a million dollars next year. Wow. Wow. And and it's expected that in about four years, we'll be doing about 2 to $2.2 million in revenue a year. 
on a, on a amazing for seven to eight million dollars doing two million dollars in revenue a year is a pretty big number and yeah, that will increase the value of the property from seven million to potentially 14 million dollars in 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 four years amazing so, amazing it, it, it's possible guys again this is the important thing right getting started is important setting your focus is important where focus goes energy flows exactly as long as you can focus get started it's not about winning or losing on day one it's about the infinite game if you know what that means this is not yeah. about winning or losing this is about the ongoing infinite game that you have to play for that you have to start all right guys if you haven't done already please go check out my free video series on how to do due diligence on operators and on deals before investing in them it's called real estate rx for passive investors and it's available at www.rerxcourse.com so you were telling me about uh, you know the fact that you were doing some property management now and that's uh, correct uh, do you want to share about that yeah so so you know if you go to you know we have a website called estays www.estays venture awaits the third brand so AEA as an American airline stays, stays.com. And what we decided, because we had a lot of people come to us and say, we love what you're doing. We love your system. We love your processes. We love the way you optimize revenue. Uh, we want to make more money, whatever it is. And I think, uh, uh, you know, is there any way you can manage this for us? Because remember the tax break you get to take is in year one, right? Year two. If you're expanding your portfolio and going and getting more properties, you don't need to manage it yourself. Right. So while while typical property managers take a lot more than than we charge, you know they charge about thirty percent. We're a fractional. You know we decided to start co-hosting these properties for other people, and and we're about to launch. And obviously you're probably the first to know about this. Uh, this we've had a soft launch because we've already had nine doors that we started managing. You know, you know some of those are going to be put in service soon. But we're starting a full brand called Hosted by Adventure Away. So Adventure oh, Away wow. is our own brand. And Hosted by Adventure Away will be the properties that we manage for others. Uh, the same principles, the same processes that we use for our own system, the same revenue maximization, uh, helping other people grow their portfolio uh, at a compounding rate. Because at the end of the day, a lot of people still have jobs, especially immigrants. Think about it. You can't quit your job to do all this, right? Right. If you're willing to work hard in year one, get your tax break. I want you to have that tax break. Uh, we will take over the property and help you run it. Actually, we're starting this year. We're going to uh, launch a concierge service for people where it'll be completely turnkey. You start with a coaching program. You start with property selection, market identification, well, strategic planning, market identification, property selection, deploying the property, getting it up and running. We will help you manage that property completely. Okay. So you're going to manage it because you want the tax write off in year one. Right, right, For right. Two right. or three months toward the end of the year, you manage it. Okay. We will exactly. help you. And actually, we're going to invoice you as a consultant providing you guidance. Okay. Right, right. January 1st of next year, we take over managing the property on your behalf. So you make, you put in the effort for two or three months. We'll coach you. We'll guide you through it. And we take over January 1st. You get to keep the tax write-off. We maximize the revenue. In most cases, at least our clients are telling us, the existing clients are telling us that our performance pays for our fees. You know? So they're not able to, end of the day, this is what we do for a living. So we're right. able to not only take that burden off of you, but we're also pretty much, you know, I need to earn my keep. Our fees come up 
Of course, um, of course, artists absolutely. typically get paid from from increased revenue, anyways. So, and and you know that's a part of the that's a part of the whole assessment of the property. You know, you're buying it, you buy it, under, understanding that it's going to be managed by somebody else. Because unless you want to manage it, which is fine, but I think it's a lot of headache. I don't have any of my properties uh, <laughs> managed by me. I hire somebody to do it. I don't have the time to do that. Yeah, and and what I'm finding is that, you know, short term rental. You know, there's there's five or six different systems we use and processes. You know, I, it's taken me a couple of years to get our team to this place. I have four people right. working for us now, full time, four virtual assistants who work for us. Uh, two, cool. two are what we call concierge managers. Uh, one person called, you know, who's a marketing person, does full time marketing of the properties because we try to get more direct bookings. And we've got a bookkeeper, right? Uh, for people right. to scale to that point is very hard. That's when the work goes down. You know, we don't, right. I, I actually don't spend much time managing my own property. The only area that I actually spend a lot of time on is revenue management, you know, pricing. And occupancy. How do I maximize revenue? The rest of operations, my team takes care. And I like decided, you know, this was a good service to provide people. So that's why it's kind of turnkey. And if you know day one right. that you're going to invest in a short term rental and you don't have to kill yourself learning all these systems and processes because on Jan 1st, current's taking over anyways, yeah, you know what? Make things so much easier, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you buy the property based on that. So at the end of the day, it's all about numbers, right? It's not about exactly. who's doing it. And I think it kind of comes down to having. Having an abundance mindset because, you know, you can try to save a penny here yeah. versus do something right and earn a dollar. You got to decide correct. what you want. That is exactly right. It's a return on time is more important than return on investment. That right, and, exactly. And I think that becomes uh, more critical. Uh, I'm a firm believer in letting the expert handle it. You know, I go to a dentist. Now, or a now I would still say this, and I think what you're doing is great, like educating the people to understand how it works. Because you still need to know that. Say, God forbid something happens. And nothing against Correct. you, man. But I'm, I think it's important for people who are getting into this to know this. So that, God forbid, your property manager, for whatever yeah. reason, in oh, any yeah. space, whether it's multifamily, short-term rental, say they, they're not able to you know, manage your asset according to your liking. You still need to know what to do next. You still need to know this, these are the systems in place. And just because you outsource doesn't mean you don't need to know it. You don't need to learn it. Exactly. Don't think this is exactly. not a pilot, guys. It's not, right? You need to know it. You need to know it. Um, it is critical that you educate yourself, know it, because any investment that you make, you are responsible, you're accountable for your money, and you need to be completely comfortable with it. So absolutely, right. learning is critical. And and honestly, we encourage people all the time. I'm like, please manage it yourself. And, and you know, they can do it. It's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. Yeah. You can learn to do it. You can do it. That's not an issue. Uh, but there's people in different circumstances, different scenarios, and we take over when needed. So don't, don't be under the impression that you have to give it to a property manager. You don't. You can do all of this yourself. Karan, my final question to you, where do you see yourself going from here? I mean, you've come a long way and what is your end goal? So I, I mentioned about the infinite game, right? The end goal is only comes, the end goal comes into picture when you are playing a finite game. When you play a finite game, you think about where you want to get to. When you play the infinite game, it's a loop you're going in. It's not, it's not, it never ends. It's all about being a better version of yourself every day, your financials, your personal life. At the moment, like I said, my focus is going to be my family and my kids and my relationships. Um, because without that, everything else doesn't matter. Right. So that's right. my primary focus. I think, you know, luckily for me, the trajectory we're on from an investment perspective and the money perspective, I'm in it for the infinite game. You know, I'm here not to win or lose, but to stay in the game. 
The person right. who wins is the one who stays in the game the longest. That's true. And everyone that else true. drops. Well said. Right? Well so said. That's, that's, uh, bottom line, that's where I am, you know, and we'll see where things go. And, and you know, when you set, start setting a target for money, that's different. Then right, it becomes right, a finite right. game again. That is very cool. Well said. Well, thank you so much, Karan, for joining me. And uh, thank you, folks, for tuning in to this amazing uh, podcast episode with uh, Karan. And we'll see you on another fun episode.